You are listening to a Stat Media Group production. This is Cargo Masterminds presented by Cargo One. This is an exclusive one-to-one weekly interview series with leaders from the world's leading air cargo and logistics companies. It is Monday and it is time to catch up with the new Cargo Mastermind with your host, Reggie John. On March 31st this year, Lufthansa Cargo announced that it has a new CEO in place of Dorothea von Boxberg, who left Lufthansa Cargo to become the CEO of Brussels Airlines. In the official statement announcing Ashwin Bhatt as the new CEO of Lufthansa Cargo, Dr. Michael Nigerman, member of the executive board of Deutsche Lufthansa AG and chairman of the supervisory board of Lufthansa Cargo, said, I am very pleased that Ashwin Bhatt, a very skilled manager and internationally experienced logistics and cargo expert, is taking on this responsible task. As a member of the executive board, he has played a key role in achieving Lufthansa Cargo's most successful years so far. As CEO, he will further develop the company and expand its strong market positioning. Born and raised in India, Ashwin Bhatt began his professional career in 1992 as a cargo and mail revenue accounting manager at Airline Financial Support Services before moving to Switzerland in 1999 to join Swiss Cargo as its revenue system controller. Ashwin's elevation to the post of CEO comes just two years after he was called in from Swiss World Cargo and appointed to the executive board of Lufthansa Cargo and as its chief commercial officer. With a revenue of 4.6 billion euros and a transport performance of 7.2 billion freight ton kilometers in 2022, Lufthansa Cargo is one of the world's leading companies in the transport of air freight. Certainly for Ashwin Bhatt, a big business to look after. I am very pleased to welcome Ashwin Bhatt, Chief Executive Officer of Lufthansa Cargo to Cargo Masterminds. Ashwin. First of all, congratulations. It is such a pleasure to have this interview with you just two days after you took charge as the CEO. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Reggie, for the invitation. And it's uh, great to speak to you. Yeah, or after two days, uh, 48 hours after taking over as, uh, as CEO of Lufthansa Cargo. It's basically my first working day, let's put it, because 15th was a Saturday. Ashwin, uh... Were you expecting this uh, promotion when the news came out of Dorothea's departure for Brussels Airlines? Was I expecting? No. I've been lucky enough uh, to be working with uh, Dorothea closely for the last two years and truly enjoyed the partnership working with her, looking at the successes of the last two years and jointly leading Lufthansa Cargo. Obviously, on a personal note, it is sad uh, to see her leave. However, I'm also very, very happy to for her to get this uh, or being offered this opportunity to be the CEO of Brussels uh, Airlines. Obviously, next to her task as CEO of Brussels Airlines, she would also be our key representative in Brussels, where the most important decisions pertaining to aviation is being taken uh, for Europe. But for me, it's really exciting 
and uh, more than exciting, it's also humbling to be nominated as CEO of uh, Lufthansa Cargo to be leading a brand which is really well known within the industry and in certain aspects, a leader within the industry for air cargo. Aswin, will you continue to be on the board of CIS, board of uh, directors? Uh, you were elected to that in February 2023. Yes, I will continue as of now to be in the board of uh, directors of Swiss International Airlines. Uh, and I look forward to the exchanges which we have within the board of directors of Swiss. And when can we expect the news about the appointment of the third member of the Lufthansa Cargo Executive Board uh, and your selection to the chair of the Executive Board of Lufthansa Cargo? Sooner than later, uh, the announce will, will be made for our uh, third board member and my colleague in the board of uh, Lufthansa Cargo. So you can expect an announcement soon. Ashwin, what is the brief to you from the executive board of uh, Deutsche Lufthansa AG and uh, what are your top priorities as you begin a new and a very important journey in your professional career? Uh, AG, I've been the CCO of Lufthansa Cargo for the last two years, so I'm not entirely new into Lufthansa Cargo. I was overseeing the, the commercial division, uh, be it the sales or pricing or revenue management sales management, uh, and so on and so forth. And you have Cargo.one behind you. Also, digital sales uh, plays an important part within the overall commercial sphere. And I was part of the board uh, of the team uh, of the executive board who defined the strategy of Lufthansa Cargo for the last years and also defining what we would like to do going forward. Obviously, with the new setup where I will be the CEO and also the CCO, we will have a new setup reporting lines uh, within Lufthansa Cargo. But uh, the brief is clear. Continue on the good work uh, that we have done. Uh, but also as a CEO, lead the entire company and not just the commercial. Uh, we have a number of strategical uh, decisions which we took in the last year in terms of growth of our fleet, uh, as you know. We will have two additional uh, aircrafts, uh, 777 freighters joining us in the next 10 months uh, or so. In the next six to seven weeks, we will have two additional A321Fs uh, joining our fleet. So that is given. We have a number of topics in terms of investments happening for our hub in Frankfurt, but also in terms of uh, our focus in terms of uh, sustainability. Uh, so. It's all about continuation, uh, but it's also about, I would say, in one word, if you want to say, is about growth, growth of uh, Lufthansa Cargo. Continue the good work, uh, and for uh, successive three years, it's been exceptional financial performance for Lufthansa Cargo. Revenue for calendar year 2022 rose by about 22% uh, to 4.6 billion euros. Uh, how challenging will it be to maintain such exceptional growth rate in 2023? which appears to be facing a great deal of headwinds uh, across the world and it's not restricted to Germany, Europe or to Lufthansa Cargo. Reggie, you, you said it in my, uh, in, while introducing me, I'm in this business since 1992. You have been there also along. The volatility is given in air cargo. The last three years was exceptional uh, due to known reasons uh, and we as an industry stepped up to the plate, supporting the wider uh, communities uh, in the transportations of PPE and vaccines and so on and so forth. But also the passenger side of the business was suffering at the same time. And uh, we got the benefits uh, of that business. But also we as an air cargo had to do a lot of hard work, I would put it uh, in plain English. is a lot of hard work uh, with a lot of things broken on the ground in terms of supply chain uh, and so on and so forth. So what we are seeing is right now is normalization, normalization uh, to what was 
the pre-COVID situation. So if you look at it from a COVID perspective, yes, it looks like it's a headwind, but I would still say it's normalization. But normalization also, if you look at the numbers, slightly better than in 2019 or uh, pre-pandemic time. So it's all about focusing on your customers, focusing on your people and focusing on delivery of solutions, being flexible in what you are offering to your customer. But the important thing is about reacting, reacting faster to whatever the changes happens in the market. And this is what is air cargo all about. Air cargo is required when you require goods to be transported in terms of chips, in terms of pharmaceuticals. Otherwise, the production, as you know, comes to a standstill. And that's for me, is going to be the focus to be reacting faster on short term, whatever happens in the market. But at the same time, understanding that this is a volatile business and we have our strategical goals to focus on, then that's what we have to focus. So it's about balancing, balancing the short term and the long term. Internally, I call it it's a and world. It's not an or world that you only sh uh, do a short term or you do a long term. No, it's an and short term and long term and focusing on your core strengths, uh, focusing on what you are good at and Lufthansa Cargo per se, has a lot of good things. And that's what my focus would be, is uh, being in front of the customer and uh, delivering on our promises, on the brand promise of enabling global businesses. There have been uh, very significant investment by Lufthansa Cargo into carbon reduction methods across Lufthansa Cargo operations from fleet upgrade, brand new fuel efficient freighters, including the yet to be commercially available B777-8 freighters, uh, innovative technology like Aeroshock technology, lightweight cargo pallet net. How aggressively will you pursue these investments to ensure your carbon neutral goals? Reggie, over there, I would like to openly say it's not about uh, the word aggressive. Uh, it's about being committed. We are committed to the topic of sustainability because this is going to be part of our journey for the long term. The entire Lufthansa group is committed to reduce our CO2 footprint. And that's why being part of Lufthansa group we have also committed ourselves to science-based training. It means we have very concrete plans uh, to reduce CO2 year upon year. And as you are aware, is most of the CO2 or issues is happening on the air and not on the ground. So what we are doing in terms of uh, concrete actions of reducing CO2 is in four areas, four core fields of action. First is fleet modernization. We talk about fuel efficiency. Uh, we talk about in terms of sustainable aviation fuel and we talk about in terms of the actions which we take around on the ground. So Aeroshark is a classical example where we will be using the technology of around us from the environment of the shark. What kind of technology, if you want to say, is how do you use the drag, reduce the drag on our freighters. So basically we will be putting environmentally covers onto an aircraft and it will be, the first aircraft will be ready in March. We talk about uh, plastic sheets, uh, environmentally plastic films on our cargo. We talk about nets, pallets and so on and so forth. But the biggest one is SAF and compensation. We announced of a new add-on service called a sustainable choice, which the customers can use, be it on one kilo of cargo or one shipment uh, towards buying SAF or uh, sustainable aviation fuel on bulk. And this is what we have to do. But the important thing about this topic about commitment is cannot be on one side in terms of what we can do on our own. I usually use internally a quote or an African quote which says that if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And this is a topic which is going to go far. And we require everybody, be it our customers, be it us, be it our suppliers, 
together to take actions in terms of sustainability. And we would appreciate anybody who joins us in this uh, mission and commit themselves. Ashwini, uh, Lufthansa had an order for uh, 3B777 freighters made last year and uh, the first one is already in and it is operated by Aerologic. Uh, what is the delivery timeline for the second and the third and uh, will Lufthansa Cargo operate the remaining two 777 freighters? The timeline, like I said earlier, it should be in the next uh, 10 to 11 months. It will be within a fleet. Uh, so end of one will be end of this year and the second one uh, just beginning of uh, 2024. Uh, the question of where uh, this aircraft will be operated, whether it is Lufthansa Cargo or Logic is still not or being still being discussed, reviewed and so on and so forth. And the uh, decision is not made. But one thing is clear, be it Aerologic or Lufthansa Cargo, it will be marketed and sold by Lufthansa Cargo and it will be part of the growth, which I mentioned in one of your earlier questions in terms of growth of our network, adding up new destinations and so on. So, Okay, my next question is about uh, your short and mid-haul uh, sized freighters, A321 converted freighters, and you're expecting to add uh, two more in the next few weeks. Uh, how do you intend to increase your network within Europe to optimize your narrow body freighter fleet uh, by the end of this year. Yeah, we have so far two. Another two is going to come in about eight weeks uh, by mid of this year. And that will give us the width uh, having four aircraft uh, with just one or two medium haul freighters, A321F. We couldn't cover all the needs that was there. I have to say I was positively surprised by the reaction that we have gone with the customers. We can open up new destinations. Just last couple of weeks back, we announced opening up of three new destinations. So with that, we are basically talking about uh, weekly, around 50 weekly flights, 12 uh, destinations, and that's giving us service to our customers, which is fast. In addition, uh, we are uh, supplementing it with what is known from Lufthansa Cargo, a quality service, which is there. And quite frankly, we are managing this, I would say, a new business area in a different way. We are in discussion, in dialogue with our customer, and based on the requirements, we are opening up new destinations. We look at business opportunities, and quite frankly, that's what we are looking at. We are not just looking in terms of uh, the depth of increasing the number of frequency, but we are also increasing the number of uh, destinations we are serving. So we are also looking into the same day, we are looking at e-commerce, and we are talking to customers, which is not classical air cargo, let's put it this way as well. Yeah, in fact, you had a very successful run with the intra-European freighter with your 2321 and uh, it's been just one year since its launch uh, and these are specifically deployed for e-commerce cargo movement. Uh, do you think that you need to add more besides the two already in the conversion such freighters to meet the demands of e-commerce customers? Too early to say, but so far we are hitting what we had foreseen in our business case. So with having four uh, together, uh, we have to see how it develops. Uh, but the discussion with the customers are positive and based on the numbers and the demands, we might go for more. But yes, we are very, very open to invest if the growth is needed or the requirements from a customer for long term capacity in this area is needed. Uh, yes, we will be open. Do you plan to look at any other type of aircraft, another model? No, at this moment of time, we are basically 777 for our intercontinental freighters and uh, A321s uh, for our uh, continental or European freighters. Obviously, we have different type of aircraft in terms of our belly. Let's not forget that. As Lufthansa Cargo, we don't only have the freighters, but we have the belly capacity of Lufthansa Passage, we have Brussels, we have Austrians, uh, Eurowings Discover, Eurowings, and so on. So. And Austrian, let's not forget Austrian as well.
Ashwin, how do you want to, or how does uh, Lufthansa Cargo wants to capitalize on the growing trading blocks around Asia like ASEAN and the new production and manufacturing centers coming up as a result of China plus one strategy? And how strongly do you think that it is important to make uh, capacity available quickly where there is demand with your robust wide-body freighter fleet? Obviously, we will go where the demand is, and that's what we see clearly within uh, Indra-Asia or Asia-Pacific, the growth is there. The aircraft, if you even look at from a belly perspective, the numbers are much higher compared to what the rest of the world is. And as Lufthansa Cargo, we clearly see that. And just last November, we opened up a new destination, uh, Hanoi. So we are serving... Uh, Hanoi already from November of last year because we are aware of the China plus one strategy uh, or China plus two strategy, whatever, how you speak to your customers, uh, that the demand is happening. We also increased our capacity into Shanghai. Uh, we increased our capacity into Hong Kong. So yes, in addition to the increasing belly capacity to these destinations. So we are very, very positive and we are watching very closely. Just talking about uh, Vietnam, clearly uh, hub, a lot of industries are coming, be it uh, on fashion, be it on electronics and automotive. And you have, uh, we serve both Hanoi uh, and we have been serving for a, a long time Saigon as well. So yes, we are very positive about uh, the questions that you asked in terms of specifically for Asia Pacific. Uh, and that's what uh, we will be investing. So evaluation is going on. Where does the new destination for the number 17 freighter which will come or the number 18 freighter which will come and uh, yeah we are evaluating all possible aspects or in terms of network Aswin now building digital and physical infrastructure which is your Frankfurt and Munich hub how top are they on your priority oh way 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 high it's on a very high level uh digital as physical uh, and Reggie you know I use the word uh, digital uh, as a term because it's a people's business, uh, but we need to utilize all the technical technology which is there and the digital benefits that we get together. But we have to know the magic of how do you put together the physical and the digital together. So for me, it's all high on the list. We just announced uh, is a new collaboration with Cargo.one where we are much excited about it. Uh, I believe we can do more together and that's what we are looking. But coming to your uh, talking about infrastructure, it's uh, the biggest investment that we are making in the next years. It's a five-year project which we are working at of upgrading our infrastructure. As you are aware, our Frankfurt hub is around 40 years old. So 40 years old from a construction perspective. So we are very, very excited. Let's put it, uh, talk about in terms of the project because it's not only about sustaining what we have today but the facility has to be ready for the future growth which we are foreseeing but it will take time and we are investing into this uh, we were talking about supply chain being broken and quite frankly on this side we were also impacted due to the supply chain uh, being broken certain raw material certain type of hardware which we were looking at took us time so it's going to be a few more years uh, which is there but truth is on the ground it's our hub the biggest hub that we have we have munich we have uh, brussels we have uh, vienna but Frankfurt is our biggest hub uh, and it has to work. And that's what we are looking at, not only about today, but it's also about tomorrow. Lufthansa Cargo subsidiary Hayward has been uh, a remarkable growth since its uh, foundation in 2019. In fact, started in 2017 as an internal project. Uh, what's your vision for Hayward? 
But it's also about any customer or any commodity that requires same-day services. They require a speedy service within Europe, and that's what we are offering. So Hayworld is part of this topic. The portfolio includes uh, end to for Hayworld. It includes not just the transportation on Rufthansa cargo, but also includes end-to-end uh, tracking on a parcel basis. Hayworld uh, is a digital organization, about 45 people working over here. We are also talking about in terms of handling, even though we, we had the question about our Frankfurt hub, Hayworld has their own sorting system, their own handling, because it's about speed in that segment. It's about being transparent on a parcel basis, on a shipment basis. And if you want to call it Hayworld, is we are trying to place Hayworld in an area where it offers a service which is faster than mail, but more price efficient than an express service. And that's the background which we are looking of. E-commerce, as you know, is growing around 12%. And we believe, given our strength as Lufthansa Cargo, not just Hayworld, we have uh, other subsidiaries which we can combine with Lufthansa Cargo to offer this attractive service to our customers. Aswin, I want to end this conversation uh, asking you to reflect on the current air cargo global market conditions uh, and also the global economy in terms of rising inflation, uh, lower demand. Uh, how strongly do you experience these challenges and what are some of your reflections? You know, the word which we used in the last year is ambiguous. And unfortunately, I have to say the market is ambiguous at this moment of time. It's not about previously we had... Uh, the volatility or seasonal ups and downs. Now we are talking on a weekly basis. If you look at it, we thought mid to end of March, oh, things are stabilizing. The decline which we saw in the last year is kind of stabilizing or phasing out or stabilizing. But come April and it's even going down further, the market per se. So it's a very, very challenging. And that's why I said it's all about speed. It's about speed of reaction to whatever the situation, if it goes down or it suddenly picks up. Uh, we have to react and act accordingly. How strongly do I experience the headwind uh, I'm experiencing like everybody else is experiencing because we are part of the ecosystem, so we cannot be different. But what we can be different is focusing on our strength of the trustful relationships that we have with the customers, focusing on optimizing or offering a better service on the ground to our customers so that this is what they can offer to the end customers. At the end of the day, it's not about price, it's about service. And that's what we are focusing on, however tough the market situation is. Because the focus of being trustful and close to your customer and focusing on your service is good during good times uh, like 2022 or uh, tough times or challenging times or ambiguous times that we are facing in 2023. So that's what I would say is uh, how strongly do I experience. It's as strong as you want to feel. Ashwin, as I conclude this interview, I want to congratulate you once again and uh, wish you all success. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much, Reggie. You mentioned in your uh, post or uh, in our bilateral discussions uh, once or twice that I was your first air cargo manager you had an interview with. Uh, so uh, I'm kind of reciprocating because you're going to be the first one I'm having an interview with as the CEO of Lufthansa Cargo. So thank you very much uh, for taking the time and talking to me. I wish you 
continuing good health, a lot of positive energy, and also some negative testings as well. Thank you, Ashwin, and hope to see you soon. Same here. See you in Istanbul. Take care. That was Ashwin Bhatt, Chief Executive Officer of Lufthansa Cargo. That's it from us at Staff Media Group. We bring cargo masterminds every Monday. Thanks for tuning in and come back next Monday for a fresh episode.